Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. All right, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon. I apologize. Yesterday, I said the reminder for the call time was at 9 a.m. And at about midnight last night, I realized no, Emily, the call is at noon. (laughs) And so I apologize if anyone was confused about the call time today. Totally my fault. And um, I'm glad to see that. You guys found it anyway. So today we have Sherry and Teresa that I'm coaching today, I believe. Raise your hand if you know that you are getting coached today. This is a live coaching call, which means that the people that I'm coaching signed up ahead of time to be coached. If for some reason that someone doesn't show up or they have to cancel last minute, I grab someone who is on the call live and I coach them in their place. So before we get started, yes, Teresa, you can go second as long as Sherry is here, but I don't see her here yet. So uh, if Sherry doesn't get on by the end of my little spiel here, raise your hand if you would like to be coached if you're on the call, because it looks like Sherry is not here. So, um, okay, Jenny, if I... If Sherry doesn't hop on by the time I'm done talking, then I'll go ahead and coach you. Okay. Thanks for raising your hand and being willing to be coached on the fly. This is one of the biggest benefits of watching the call live is sometimes you get a spot. Yay. Okay. Announcements. October 20th, Wednesday, the 20th, 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. Free webinar on how to get into the zone what the zone is and why getting into the zone is where you want to be right now. It's the perfect time. Tell a friend, bring yourself. It's going to be so amazing. You would be foolish to not come. The first 20 minutes are going to be a teaching lesson from me on all of that. And then the last 10 minutes are going to be me telling you about the future of this program. And if you want to continue on with this community, how to do that, or if you are not quite ready to continue on with this community, I'm going to tell you about all the freebies and amazing things I'm going to be offering you either way. So you are not going to want to miss it. And I'm so excited to share it with you all. I was listening to a song in my workout this morning, one that you guys might be familiar with, and it's by the Biebs, (laughs) Justin Bieber, and it's called Stay. I prefer the clean edited version because I can't listen to it any other way without feeling like I'm out of alignment. And in the song, the lyrics... I was like, I have to share this with the call today. I have to share this with my people because in it, he says, 
I do the same thing. I told you that I never would. I told you I'd change, even though, even when I knew I never could know that I can't find nobody else as good as you. I need you to stay, need you to stay. Hey, does anybody know what's going on there? My thought coaching brain was like, (gasps) what is he asking the person he's singing to, to do? What is, what is he asking her to do? If you watch the feel it Friday message, I taught about it. I think two or three weeks ago, he's giving her a manual. You guys, he's like, I need you to stay so I can feel good. Then the girl is like, I need you to change. And he said, okay, I will. Even though he never, he knew he never would. Do you see that they're both having manuals for each other? A manual is what we have for other people about how they should behave. And when you start recognizing that you have manuals for everyone in your life, well, not everyone, but for a lot of people, particularly the people that you're closest to, and that other people have manuals for you, you will have this sense of deepened awareness that will set you free from trying to please others and behave the way they want you to behave so that you can behave the way you want to behave. So in the song, Stay by Justin Bieber, I need you to stay, need you to stay. He's saying, I need you to stay or I'm not going to be able to survive. I need, and then the girl, we don't know because it's just him singing, but it alludes to, I told you I'd change even though I never could, right? The girl said to him, I need you to be different than who you are for me to be able to be with you, right? Maybe she said, no, I can't love you like this. I need you to stop drinking. I need you to stop. um, I need you to stop leaving your clothes on the floor. I can't love you if you leave your clothes on the floor, right? We don't know because we're making it up, but hopefully you're following this because I'm so excited. I never realized this connection before. (laughs) He said, I told you I'd change even though I knew I never could. Why can we never be what other people want us to be. Why does it never work? Because we cannot behave the way other people want us to behave and be ourselves. And a lot of times what happens is, is when we're trying to act a certain way so that someone else will like us or love us or want to stay with us is we end up showing up in a form of ourselves where we either hate ourselves, don't trust ourselves, or are unhappy. And we think it's because of someone else, but really it's because we are not being honest with ourselves. So we'll keep talking about this. And I'm sure I will have a Feel It Friday message for you in the next month about this. But until then, let's start coaching. All right, Jenny. You are up. You get the lucky ticket. Cool, I think. Hey, <laughs> what can I help you with today? 
Um, I don't know. I came totally unprepared. Perfect. <laughs> you don't ever have to come prepared. That's the best part about coaching. I do all the work. Tell me, what is something that's bothering you right now in your life or your business? Doesn't matter okay. which one. So I have been really focusing on my business. I would love to sweep the leaders retreat contest. Um, it scares me. Like I know all the red flag words. I'm going to say them all. Perfect. Um, <laughs> it scares me to try because I've never done it before. And um, I worry that I won't be able to like keep everything going. Like I'm hopeful that I'll have more people who want to share and want to, you know, do the business and run with me. Um, but then once I get those people, I'm worried that I won't be able to like keep them going. Um, I have a couple of people who are already interested. And so I'm, these particular people need spoon fed. So I'm trying to give them post ideas and message ideas and slowly show them one step at a time, you know, what's next. Um, and then like, they'll start adding customers and I'll need to show them how to do customer care and like all the things. And it just, like it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So we have some scarcity going on here, right? Around time and around amount of people to mm-hmm. run with us, right? Like I'm just going to give us a little overview and then we can put we can put something in a model and we can look at what's happening, right? But kind of interesting just to observe as you're talking. It's like I can't keep people going. And my first thought was to ask you, so what? So you lose five people. What does that mean? Um, Can you go find five more? Theoretically. (laughs) But see, there's like this sense that I'm sensing from you that there's like scarcity. There's not enough people. Like we got to just make these five go. And if we lose them, we're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like the scarcity is the most prevalent of what I see your brain doing here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and with it, there's fear. And so can you think about when's the last time that you saw yourself worrying about or being afraid like this? Like, can you give me a specific example of like a message this morning that you got or sent? Um, maybe I, so I'm always worried that I'm going to go too fast with a new person and like overwhelm them and then they'll just quit. So with these few that I'm working with now, um, I do worry that, you know, like trying to add on the things that I think will help them um, be successful to add customers and, you know, that they'll just quit because I'm giving them too much. 
So like um, this morning. Has this happened? Was, oh, perfect. Go ahead. So like this morning when I was, um, I have a couple of new people. I was asking them uh, if they've ever, if they know how to do stories. And one of them said no. So I'm like, okay, do you want to learn or is that too much? And I immediately think that it's just going to be more than she wants to do. Okay, this morning you asked someone, do you know how to do stories? She said no. And your thought was? That if I tried to teach her to do stories, it would be too much for her and she wouldn't want to do it. If I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. Let's just, let's just get it really whittled down. It will be too much for her. Is that good? Can, is that fair to say it will be too much for her? Sure. Okay. That's your thought. You're okay with that. You feel like that it will be too much for her. Okay. Do you think that? Yes. Okay. And when you think it will be too much, what do you feel? Maybe just worried that she'll quit. You mentioned scared before. Is this where scared comes up or worried? It will be too much. You think if I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. I guess I'm scared she'll quit. Okay, so scared comes up there for you. And when you feel scared, when you felt scared this morning, when you thought, if I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. And you felt scared. What did you do? I asked her anyway. (laughs) Okay, asked her anyway. What else did you do? What was going on inside of your head when you thought, if I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. And you felt scared. What was going on in your head? Um, I'm not sure. It almost sounds like there was some judgment of self from what you described before. Like you were like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. Some self-doubt. I might be doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, does she have, I, I second guess myself. Does she need to do stories or can she do what she needs to do without stories? I mean, I know that everybody can do it their own way. I'm Mm -hmm. a crier. Sorry. (laughs) Me too. I got coached this morning and cried the entire 20 minutes. Like runny nose, having a hard time breathing. It was just, I always cry when I get coached. So it's a thing. It's a normal thing. Don't even worry. Great. Yeah. Okay. So you asked her anyway, you judged yourself 
you doubted yourself. And then it also kind of sounds like you're judging her a little bit too, right? Cause you're like sure. thinking about what she's thinking. You're like getting into her thoughts. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. What did you not do? What did you avoid doing when you were afraid, scared? Um, I'm not sure. Did you, when you showed her how to do it, you said you asked her anyway, did you show her how to do it? I have not showed her. She hasn't answered whether or not she would be willing to do it. Okay. So you didn't, like she said, she said, no, she didn't. And you messaged her back and said, do you want me to show you? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you thought, if I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. So you felt scared. Then you asked her anyway. You're judging self, self self-doubt, doubting self, judging her, and then also didn't show her how to do it. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. You avoided just showing her how to do it. Mm -hmm. And also avoided... finding a way to show her, right? Mm -hmm. And then your result, I don't like myself, as the teacher, I'm not myself. And maybe even I'm holding myself back too. Yeah, it's really interesting you say that last part too, because like I've been talking to my upline and a sideline that I really admire. And, um, like that just keeps coming up. Why? Um, I don't know. I get stuck when it's my own business. Like I have other people come to me and ask, uh, what they should do, how they should, you know, follow up with a conversation or um, in different circumstances that they're dealing with, with a potential or whatever. And I know that they value what I, what I offer, but then when I sit down to do it, I don't know, I just get stuck and I don't know what to say and I don't know what to do. Why do you think that is? I 
there's more writing on it when it's me. Like I can tell them what to do, then they have to actually go do it. And it's their choice whether they do it or not. But What do you make it mean when you say there's more writing on it if it's me? If it's someone that I'm talking to that I want to sign up, then um, I don't want to say the wrong thing and, you know, scare them off, I guess, to be too bold. How do you know if you're saying the right thing? When it's successful. Okay. How do you know when you say the wrong thing? I guess I've always associated that with when it doesn't, when they don't sign up, when they say no. Can you explain to me a way that you could say the wrong thing and they could still sign up? I mean, I do believe that if it's, you know, like the right timing for that person, it doesn't have to be the perfect message. Um, if they're really looking for a change and looking for something that's helpful. Um, that's such a powerful thought that you just gathered. Say it again. Um I believe that I don't have to say the right, the perfect thing. Um, if they are really looking for change, then um, they'll see the value in it. If they're looking for change, they'll see the value. That thought that you just came up with on your own took all your power back because something else that's happening right now in your action line is some victimizing of self. Because when you choose this thought, if I try to teach her to do stories, it will be too much. You're giving all of your power away to her Mm -hmm. and you're making it mean that if she if she's overwhelmed by it that it was your fault that you must have done something wrong right and it's like this black and white thinking right if they sign up it's because i did it right if they don't sign up it's because i did it wrong But then there's also this other belief that you have within yourself that believes that you don't have to say the perfect thing. If they're looking for change, they'll see the value. And that's how we know that this thought, if I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much, is just a thought. But your brain is like, nope, it's a fact. Yep. There's too much and we might we might hit too much. Yep. 
Yep. And every time that you consciously choose that thought, whether it's intentional or intentional, it's, it's intentional right now, right? You're intentionally grabbing it. And every time you grab it, your result is going to be, I don't like myself as the teacher. I'm not myself and I'm holding myself back. Even if you think it for like two seconds, that's your result. And also, I'm not reaching my full potential is another result. But this is like the best news ever because it's just your thought that's causing all of this. Your brain's like, no, it's our lack of knowledge. It's our lack of skill. We, we need to learn to do this better. But when you do that, all of your power is given away. When you take this thought that you came up with, this very intentional thought, I believe that I don't have to say the perfect thing. If they're looking for change, they'll see the value. This is also optional for you to pick up anytime you want. What are you thinking about? Um, I've been working a lot on mindset for a while, but like super intentionally lately, which is why I'm on these calls. Um, I listened to that book soundtracks um, that Plexus did for their book club recently. And uh, it just, it makes sense. Um, I know that I have the ability to choose my thoughts. And then it makes a huge difference. So why do you keep choosing this thought? If I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. Habit. Do you like your reasons for choosing it? No. Why not? Because they're not helpful. How so? Explain it to me. Um... Well, because I know that it just makes me feel stuck and I don't do the things that's going to like move past it. What do you want to get out of this? If the, if you could change this whole situation, like wave the magic wand, boom, poof, done. What would you have it look like? That I would be confident in myself and my business and that um, I know that that would make me bolder and not get so uh, attached to the results. And I know that that would just increase my productivity because I wouldn't get stuck in, you know, when I do get a negative, it would just, you know, I could just let it go because it wasn't the right time for them. And I could just move on to the next person. What's holding you back from believing those things about yourself right now? Just myself. It's that thought. 
the person that you just described to me, who's confident in self and business, doesn't get attached to the outcome, increases productivity. That person is so powerful and she's within you. And the only difference between who you are right now and who that person is, is what you think about yourself. And we know this is what you want to think about yourself, but it's not what you're thinking about yourself right now. Where do we start? New thoughts. It'd be so easy if we could just like think new thoughts. (laughs) I'd be out of a job. No, I wouldn't because we have 60,000 thoughts a day. There's going to be endless thoughts for me to help you with for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Compassion for self, first of all, is always the best place to start, right? Like it is truly no wonder that you don't trust yourself because Mm -hmm. in your mind, you're like, there's a wrong way and there's a right way. And we don't know the right way. So there's doubt. And from compassion, we can go to curiosity and we can challenge our thoughts. We can look at that thought and say, if I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. And you can instantly ask yourself, would it? What would be too much about it? Like, what's too much? Well, I know she, I guess, because I know she's really busy in her life. She has, you know, a job and all the things. And See, our brain's like, here's another thought to confuse us with. She's busy. We're getting in her model when we do that. Mm-hmm. We don't know she's busy. Does she say, I'm too busy for this? No, no she hasn't even responded yet. Yeah. So there's this whole story that your brain is offering up for you and you're buying into it because you're human. I do the same thing. Yeah. But we can separate the story from the facts. Mm-hmm. And we can say, what's too much? Like still, your brain is having a hard time describing to me what too much is. Like for her? Yeah. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. Because we don't know. And so it's no wonder it's so heavy for you. Because your brain just keeps going like, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know. And then that limits your creativity. But what if you are the perfect person to teach her how to do stories in a way that's not overwhelming? Is it possible that you are? 
Sure. How? Um, well, I know how to do it. And I mean, what are you asking exactly? <laughs> Explain to me how you could be the perfect person to teach her how to do stories. I mean, I know how to do it and I don't think it's very complicated. Um, and, you know, she's willing to try things. She's always been willing to do anything that I suggest for her so far. This thought that you just offered up for yourself, I know how to do stories and they're not complicated. How does that make you feel? Knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Um, capable. Which one? If you had to pick one. Yep. Capable. Capable. Different than scared. And when you feel capable, when you think, I know how to do stories and they're not complicated, you feel capable, what do you think you might do? What would you do with her feeling capable? Um, I would either like maybe take some screenshots to show her or um, get on Zoom and do a screen share. I could probably find a YouTube video on how to do it. <laughs> and in that model, this is what we call intentional model, right? It's the one that your prefrontal cortex is doing. It's thinking about what it is thinking about, and it's thinking about what it's going to do in the future. The result that I see coming up for you is I. am capable. I am confident. And I like myself as a teacher. And I fulfill my potential. Circumstance doesn't change. This morning I ask, do you know how to do stories? She said, no. I think I know how to do stories and they're not complicated. I feel capable. I send screenshots to show her. I share my screen on Zoom. I send YouTube video. My result? I am capable. I am confident. I like myself as a teacher. I fulfill my potential. It's literally the person you described to me that you wanted to be. What do you think? Yeah. 
What's the difference between the two? Uh, what I decided to think about it. In one, you give your power away to her and all these things we don't, sorry, it's a cough. I'm not laughing. And all these things that we don't know about and have all this black and white thinking around and fear of future and catastrophizing that she's going to quit and victimizing herself. And then in the other one, that's also available to you is this version of yourself that you really want to be where you take all your power back in your thought. And we know it's true because we didn't even make this thought up. Like you literally offered it up yourself when you were describing yourself. Right. So when we think, when we choose to think, If I try to teach her how to do stories, it will be too much. That's when our brain is talking to us. It's our lower brain. And it's like, don't even try. It's going to overwhelm her. You don't know what you're doing. And you can answer your brain back and go, shh. I know how to do stories. And it's not complicated. Right. The choice is yours. You've totally got this. I can do it. Yes, you can. Because it's all within your control. We can't control her. Gosh, wish I could. but it's just all within your control and your reach. And the more you choose the thoughts that give you the results you want, the faster you become the person that you really want to become and the leader you want to become. And then it overflows into every part of your life. Then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a, I like, like this version of me as a mom better. Oh my gosh. I love the way I'm a wife now. Oh my gosh. I'm serving my church community in a, in a way higher potential than before. I didn't even know I was holding myself back this whole time. Right. I'm a better steward of everything in this way. It's kind of interesting when we slow the brain down and see what it's doing. Yeah. All right, girl. Thanks for getting coached on the spot. Yeah. I'm glad I was here this morning. Yeah, me too. Okay. Teresa, you're up. Oh, you're on mute. Still muted. Let me see if I can unmute you. Hold on. How about now? Perfect. Bingo. I couldn't unmute you because I dropped my phone and that corner of my screen does not work. 
Oh, right gotcha. Now. Good. Well, I'm glad it let yeah. me send the request. I know. I was about to get off and get on my iPad if it wasn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. What okay. can I help you with today? Well, I really came unprepared. Perfect. Love it. But there is something. <laughs> kind of. Hmm. So I have a problem with, I know it's my brain. It's my thoughts. It's fine. You just get so, to be the client and I get to be the coach and figure <laughs> it all out for you. So you just okay. speak freely. Okay. So I started, I told you last time we started the 90 day sprint. Um, I was all gung-ho this past weekend. We went out of town, so I was kind of off track there. And I thought, okay, Monday, blah, 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 I'm back on it. I got out my little daily schedule thing that you gave us in Momentum Movement. And then I watched, I think it was your one of your YouTube things with your team. I was like, okay, the night before, I'm going to write all this stuff down. Oh, the goal setting call. You watched the goal setting call. Oh yeah. I watched using your prefrontal cortex to plan your brain 24 hours in advance. Yes. Yes. And then doing it no matter what. Yes. And if you don't do it, you put it on to the next day and the next day. Or you use your free time. Yeah. You have to put it in your free time, which you have free time every day when you plan ahead. Yes. (laughs) So I filled that out. I was all excited. I get up and I'm one of those people like I have to get up super early. Like it's a mental thing for me. If I can get a bunch of stuff done before anything else starts going on, I've got it all together. Like if I can literally get, and I know people are going to think this is dumb, but I'd like to get completely ready as if I was going to walk out the door and go somewhere if I do nothing but sit at home. It's just a mental thing for me. So, and if I don't, I feel like I'm in a, I don't know what I really feel like. I feel at some point I have to get ready, even though I shouldn't have to, I'm not going anywhere. So it puts me in a, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I've got to make time to get ready. I should have really got up earlier and got ready. And then I'd feel like my day is all put together. That's how I feel. But so I make out the schedule. I'm all good. But if one thing happens, it gets me off track. Oh, I'm just done. I can't do it. Why? I don't, I can't get my, oh, okay. Well, let me explain this too. And I've been like this forever. So for instance, if Saturday morning, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to clean my house. I have three hours. I'm going to get up three hours before anybody gets up. I'm going to get everything done. And if I can't get the whole house clean in those three hours, I'm just not going to do it. Like I can't fathom the thought of, okay, I have the bathroom and kitchen done and Cannon's room, but I can't get the rest of it done. So just don't do any of it. The whole house needs to all be clean at one time or I can't do it. That's my problem. Like, it's just a total. This was last Saturday? No, not last Saturday, but when the clean in the house. No, that's just any, like, just whenever I was 
I just can you give me like a specific example of when this has most recently happened? The house, yeah. Or how about the daily schedule? Either one, whichever you want. Let's go daily schedule because the house, whatever. I mean, at some point, all roads lead to Rome. Doesn't matter which one we pick, we're gonna get the same result. I promise you. The house, for instance, have I ever had like a day where I'm like, I'm getting, get it all done. No, but you also come to a point you're like, okay, the bathroom needs to be cleaned. So I'm going to clean the bathroom. I mean, how are we going to do the house? We're going to do the daily schedule. Or the daily schedule. We're going to do the daily schedule. Okay. So this morning. Which day? This morning. Mm -hmm. What did you have scheduled? Um, Hold, please. Let me get it. Uh, right here. Four o'clock. I'm going to get up. I'm going to take my supplements, drink my 40 ounces of water, get my shake ready, clean the kitchen, start laundry, and get ready. That's from 4 to 5.30. Okay, got all that done. From 5.30 to 7, I was going to do my other job. I was going to kind of see what my day is going to look like. Um, Was there stuff that needed to be taken care of right then? Just know what the rest of my day on that job was going to look like. Um, But at 6 (laughs) o'clock, my daughter texts me and says, Maddie's sick. And I was like, okay, you mean, and do you need me to watch her so you can go to work? What are you getting at? And Cannon's been sick. And I just, kind of, I'm like you, when you talked about on the seventh day, if your kid's sick, mm-hmm. seventh day, you're kind of like, okay, maybe we should go to the doctor. That's high end. I put it off till they're, I hate to say it, but almost literally on their last leg. Mm-hmm. Um. And my daughter's the total opposite to use Louise. First call. Oh, your daughter, your daughter texts you at 6 a.m. and said, Maddie is sick. Yes. And what happened next? My brain automatically thought, okay, well, my schedule's off. My schedule is off. Yep. Okay. But then I thought. You felt what when you thought my schedule is off? Nothing yet. There's something because every thought evokes an emotion. Well, I thought I can still keep it on track. I'm just going to work faster Mm. because she wasn't going to be over here till probably like seven. Not sure what time she got here, but around seven. You thought my schedule's off. And then you thought. I'll just work faster. I'll work faster. Like I can get my other job done. I'll work. Did she tell you she was going to bring her over at a specific time? Like, I want to get really clear on this. 6 a.m. daughter texts, Maddie is sick. Did you text back? Mm -hmm. Well, I called her. I called her. Uh, And what did you say? No, I take that back. I text and say it. I said, do you mean you want me to keep her? And then I was like, because my phone, that part of my phone broke. I was like, it takes me. So you called her. You called her and she said, do you need me to take her? And she said, 
She said, no, my boss finally got back with me. Um, I don't, don't have to go in right now. I'm going to take her to the doctor at 1115. And I said, oh, no, wait, let me back up. Before that was said, I said, well, just bring her over here and let me give her a breathing treatment. You find out what your boss is going to say. And then we'll go from there. So she said, my boss got a hold of me, so I don't have to come in yet. Take Maddie to the doctor at 1115. I said, okay, we'll just go ahead and bring her and let me give her a breathing treatment. And you can either go to my mom's or stay here or whatever. Okay, well, that still kind of made me panic because I'm like, oh, God. So you said just bring her, call daughter and said, just bring her over and let me give her a breathing treatment. And she said, okay. Yes. And you thought what? I thought first I panicked a little bit. What did you think that made you panic? That she's going to, like, she'll be here in 20 minutes, and they're going to stay till 1030. So what? So then my whole schedule's off. My whole schedule is off. There it is. It's off. Because I knew whole it would mean. schedule is off. And when you thought, my whole schedule is off, what did you feel? Only one thing. I felt a bunch of things. One emotion. You feel a bunch of things from a bunch of thoughts. One emotion for every thought. You call your daughter. You say, just bring her over and let me give her a breathing treatment. She said, okay, you think my whole schedule is off. Mm -hmm. And you feel what? Um, trying to just say one, uh, see, but if I say irritated, that's not, I wasn't irritated at a certain thing. I was irritated that my day did not go how I planned it. Right. Cause my whole schedule is off. So you felt irritated when you thought my whole schedule is off. Yes. Okay. But when I say irritated, I, I feel like I'm saying I was irritated that that scenario happened. No, you're not. You're no. just feeling irritated because you think my whole schedule is off. Well, and okay. When I say it, irritated. You're making it mean something. What are you making it mean about you when you think my whole schedule is off and I feel irritated? What are you making that mean? What's the problem with that? I think I should back up and say angry. Okay. So you feel really angry. Okay. Angry, not irritated, angry. Mm -hmm. Because every time my schedule gets off, it makes me mad. Okay. And when you felt angry, when you thought my whole schedule is off, what did you do? I finished up working my other job that I worked from home. Um, 
they got here and what was going on in your head when you were feeling angry, thinking my whole schedule is off? I'm not going to be able to get my post ready. I'm not going to be able to decide what I want to put in my stories. I'm not going to be able to um, do my birthdays on social media, just my schedule what I do on social media. Okay. That's out the window for now, but I still in the back of my head thought, okay, well I can catch up in the free time part in my free time part. And then they get here and make breakfast, do all that jazz, make their plate, give her the breathing treatment. Cannon wakes up and then it's just like a dang circus. So circus. you call your daughter and you say, just bring her over and let me give her a breathing treatment. She says, okay, you think my whole schedule is off. You feel angry. And when you felt angry, you finished working your other job. You catastrophize how it's going to ruin the entire day. You start futurizing how you're not going to be able to do a post. You're not going to be able to do the birthdays. You're not going to be able to, to do all the things you want. You have scarcity around time. I'm a very time person. Right. And, and your result is I'm off. Mm -hmm. What do you think you're going to feel when you get everything done in a day? that you plan to get done? What do I think I'm going to feel or what do I know I feel? I know I feel something because I've had those days. And what does it feel like? Amazing. Amazing. Like I feel like I just conquered the world. Explain to me why you cannot feel amazing when the schedule is off. This was my because <laughs> I'm okay. Well, just like you said, I'm a very time person. Like I think in 30 minute increments this, all the time. These are just these are just thoughts that you have about yourself. You think you're telling me facts about yourself, and you're not. <laughs> you're telling me yeah, the things facts. that you think about yourself. I do think that you're not time oriented. You just think you're time oriented. But I make my day that way. Except when you don't, and then you're off. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to stop that thought. It's like I have to retrain my whole life. Literally, at least for the past 25 years. Like I have to retrain my whole brain to stop thinking Okay, Teresa, it's going to take you 30 minutes to take a shower, 30 minutes to get dressed. It's going to take you 30 minutes to put on makeup, 30 minutes to do your hair, if I do my hair. Why do we have, um, to, get, why do we have to get dressed? Because it just makes me feel better. I feel like I'm put together. I have to be put together. Why? Because that's how I was raised. You get up and you get ready to take on the day. You don't leave the house not 
without your face on and you're, you, know, you don't have to be dressed like you're going to church, but you have to, you can't look like you see some people in their PJs and house shoes at Walmart. What happens if you are in your PJs and house shoes at Walmart? What happens in my head? Yeah. Like what happens? What does it Judgment. mean? Judgment. Of who? Me. And what's the problem with that? I don't like the way it makes me feel if someone is looking at me, judging me. Mm -hmm. What happens when we don't get everything done on our schedule that we wanted to get done? What happens if I don't? I don't like the way I feel. I feel set back. I feel, which just would never happen, but I feel like my husband's going to be like, really, you were home. I know you work. I know you have canon, but really, you didn't get all this done. You don't even have dinner made. He would never think that. He would heat up a can of soup. He doesn't care. He'd eat a bag of chips. Interesting that that's what your brain is offering to you right now and you're picking it, does it, it every up. day and you're picking it up it does it every day though that's and what you're I think. Like, and I know that so you're like oh I have to get dressed every single day because I want to avoid feeling negative emotion and judgment of myself yes so if I do it and if I even though then when the alarm goes off at four and I might be so tired and not want to get up I think no just get up because you don't want to feel that later. So just get up and get it done. Then you'll feel fine. But then when there comes something in, whether it's early morning, whenever, if there's something that interrupts what I have planned, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm mad. And it's kind of interesting too, because in your mind, you're like, yep, if I do the schedule, this is just what I'm observing. If I do the schedule and I get up and I get dressed, then I won't have to judge myself later for not doing it. Mm-hmm. And really the only reason why you're upset that the schedule is off because you know, you're going to have to judge yourself later for getting off the schedule. When you say judge myself, like, what do you mean? Like I, like, I think to myself, I failed. Like, like I'm off. I didn't get done the things that were done. And now I can't feel amazing because I didn't get all the things done. So now I can't feel amazing and I want to feel amazing at the end of my day. And so Mm -hmm. all day long, I do everything in my power to stick to the schedule so that I can have the reward of feeling amazing at the end of my day. And anything that gets in my way is keeping me from feeling amazing at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Because when something breaks the schedule, that doesn't even have to be if I wrote down every 30 minutes what I wanted to do. Just at any point, if I have a plan and it gets messed up, I just am like, okay, forget it. Don't even do anymore. Right. That black and white thinking Mm -hmm. plaguing you. Yes. Yeah. In every aspect of my life, it does. So explain this to me. Who gets to decide 
how you feel. I do. And what creates your feelings? My thoughts. So at the end of the day, who gets to decide to feel amazing? I do. So this is not lining up for me because it's not matching up. So I want you to explain to me how the only way for you to feel amazing is for your schedule to go just so. Because if I don't get it done at the end, and it's not, no. At, okay, so at the end of the day, if I don't get it done, even if it, at some point, if it does get off track and a miracle happens and I can get it back on track, then I'm okay. But if that does not happen at the end of the day, I feel like, oh my God, I have to do double the work tomorrow. But why? Because it still has to be done. But why does it have to be done for you to be feeling amazing? Because the next day is more work. Like you might have only had one load of dishes and now you're going to have two loads of dishes. Mm -hmm. So then it already. Why can't you feel amazing when there's two loads of dishes? I can. I mean, I, okay. So explain to me how you can. How I can? If there were two loads of dishes the next day and I get up and I say it, I'm going to do my morning thing. And at eight o'clock, say I don't do the kitchen at four o'clock. At eight o'clock, I'm going to go clean the kitchen. I know there's two loads of dishes. I'm fine with that. And if I get it done, I'm still fine. I'm fine. What if you don't get it done? Oh, God. You don't get the two loads of dishes done. And... You want to feel amazing anyway. Explain to me how you could do that. Or if that's even possible. I don't know that that's possible right now. Why not? Because I would think, okay, I didn't get the two loads of dishes done, but by the time I cook lunch and dinner, now I've got three loads then I'm just mad. I'm just like, I don't even want to do it. I know I have to do it. It's got to be done, but I'm just mad. Does it have to be done? Done. Well, God, yes. Someone has to do the dishes. Really? I mean, it's got to be done. Tell me how. Tell me how it has to be done or why. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. Is that written down somewhere? In my brain. <laughs> I mean, it's my thought that it's got to be done, but do you like your reasons I, for it? <coughs> do I like my reasons? Yeah. No. No. I wish I could just be like, well, it's not done. Okay. Well, when, why can't you, why can't I make my brain do that? Yeah. Then I got to go walk by and look at it. And I'm like, again, avoiding the negative emotion. Yes, I don't. You're right. I don't like it. I hate it. 
Me too. I don't like it at all. There you are being human again. <laughs> I don't like it at all. So life that's is, my whole life is 50, 50. We can't get that. out of it. Okay. So what you're saying is if I don't get it done and I have that negative feeling and my schedule's off track, I just have to stop and think, okay, I'm in the negative right now. I get it. Let's just stop and know you're 30 minutes off and let's just go do it. Is that like, do you see what I, and then, so like when you're down here. At what I'm wondering is, is why does it matter if you're 30 minutes off or you don't get everything done? Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. But it does. You're making it mean something about yourself. What do you make it mean about yourself when you're 30 minutes off? That I'm a control freak? Yeah. Okay. And so, so what? Like when I, so what if you're a control freak? What's the problem? What's wrong with that? It puts me in the negative. If it, if who puts you in the negative? Sorry, who puts you in the negative? I do. With what? If I don't, if I'm not in control and things don't go how I think they should go. No. My thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But like, what if you have this thought? Well, we know you will. My whole schedule is off. And you just answered your brain with, yep. It is. It's going to be off all day. Can't wait to see what I get done. And I love me anyway. Well, I've never thought that, so I don't know what my brain would do. It's almost like you're not giving yourself permission to accept what you do each day, unless you finish the schedule. No, you're, I mean, you're exactly right. It's like, I if can't it's not 100%, of my, I just I might well. Like, I can't approve of my day unless mm-hmm. the schedule is on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to decide ahead of time to be upset if it gets off. So I'll just, it's like you're deciding ahead of time to be angry with yourself because you know, at the end of the day, if you don't get it done, you've already decided that you're going to be angry with yourself. So just be angry all day at myself. But if you're angry at yourself all day, are you just not like a negative person? Well, we know that what comes up when you choose this thought, my whole schedule is off, is I'm off. I'm not myself. And, then and I don't will- like myself. Mm-hmm. That's what's your result. Those, those are your results. Mm-hmm. So when we have this thought, my whole schedule is off. 
we can talk back to our brain and go, yep, it is. I wonder what I'm going to, well, we're, we're going to see what I get done. And I love me anyway, whether I do the whole list or not. I get it, but I feel like if I, if I woke up every day thinking, okay, I'm just going to be angry if things get off track, how do you, I feel like I've never done that. So I don't know what I would do, but I feel like I would be unmotivated. I'd just be like, oh, forget it. Why even, why even set goals then? Got it. Why do we see light bulb? Huh? Why do we, what's the light bulb that just went off? Tell me. If you don't set goals, then it's the same thing as waking up negative every day and just like, well, I'm just gonna go with the flow. Okay. So you wake up that way, but yet you've got this wall of goals over here that you need to look at it and go, okay, well, I've got to do this to get to here. Interesting. Or if I don't, am I right? I mean, if I don't look, If I don't look at the goals, then we'll just stay in the negative mindset forever and just be where you are. And I feel like that's where I am. I know there's goals over there, but if my schedule's off track, then I'm just like, oh, forget the goals. If I don't make posts, if I don't make follow-ups, if I don't do reach outs, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, I'm never going to get to that goal. And that's what I do because at 830, if that's what I had down that I'm going to follow up with three people. And I don't do, if I'm out of whack and I can't get that done and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, cause here's what I think. Okay. I didn't get it done at eight 30 cause I was making breakfast and catering, whatever. Then I, okay, I'm going to do it at 11 in my free time. Well, then I'm like, my brain will go, oh, well, I should probably go start some laundry again. Well, then it's 1130 and I'm like, well, I didn't get that done. Okay. But at the end of the day, I haven't buffered. (coughs) We buffered with laundry because we wanted Mm -hmm. to avoid the negative emotion that came with having to do something in free time Mm -hmm. that we were supposed to do earlier. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I've got to get out of the time thing because literally. Why? Because I'm a, here's how my brain works. If it's three o'clock, I'm like, all right, the day's over. At, by three o'clock, the day's over for me. Really, it's not. I'll go till 10 or 11, but in my brain, the day's over. Yeah. How come the day's over at three? Because I just, because that's what my thought is. Because you just decided it. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that that's the start of a day for someone else? Yes. How? How is that possible? Yeah. Because that's what time my husband would choose to start his day. And that drives me batty. So do you want to keep believing that three is the end of the day? No. What do you want to believe?
that I can't control what other people do, first of all. If they want to wake up at three o'clock, sleep all day, and start their day at three or noon or whatever, that's their choice. It's something, um, another result that I'm seeing for you is I don't trust me. Which is fascinating to me because if there was anyone that I was going to ask to complete a task, you would be someone on that list for me. Mm -hmm. If I needed to get something done and I looked at a list of people, Mm -hmm. yours would be one that I would think, oh, I'll ask Teresa and I know she'll get it done. I totally trust that she's going to get it done. Mm -hmm. That being you saying that is very, very true. Yeah. And it, you know this about yourself. Yes. And it goes back to being a people pleaser. Well, it's kind of interesting that you're choosing that thought that you're a people pleaser because pleasing others really has nothing to do with anyone else. It's a selfish thing. To be a people pleaser. Yes. Oh, I should have been coached on that. We're only worried about ourselves when we are trying to please others, because the only reason we're trying to please others is because we want them to feel a certain way about us. Mm-hmm. And if they feel a certain way about us, then we can feel okay with ourselves. But can't we feel okay with ourselves without their approval? Mm-hmm. Which means, which means, and then we'll end. Can't we feel amazing at the end of the day, even if we haven't pleased ourselves with our accomplishments? You saying that I know you can, but I don't, I don't know what that feeling is like. So do you think that? this thought that I'm going to offer for you. It's possible that I can feel amazing at the end of the day, even when my whole schedule is off. Can you say it one more time to make sure I got it right? It's possible that I can feel amazing at the end of the day, even when my whole schedule is off. Do you believe that's true? Right now? No. In some faraway land. Mm-hmm. And some, yes, I do believe it's true, but I feel like I have far away. This is what we call a bridge thought. And it's something that we offer our brain that we don't believe quite yet, but maybe down the road we could. 
in some alternate universe, I guess it's possible that I can feel amazing at the end of the day, even when my whole schedule is off. But I don't believe it right now. I don't believe it right now. Which is totally fine. You don't have to. You get to decide what you believe. But right now, every time you believe my whole schedule is off and you pick that thought, your result is I'm off. I'm not myself. I don't like myself and I don't trust myself. Mm -hmm. So what's also available to you is this idea and this concept of it's possible that I can feel amazing at the end of the day, even when my whole schedule is off. And I don't see it quite yet. I don't know what it would look like quite yet, but it's possible. And I'm open to thinking about what it might look like. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to sit in curiosity over the next couple of weeks and think about what that alternate universe might look like. And when you wrestle with these feelings of anger, each time you think my whole schedule is off, I want you to be curious about it and think, man, in a different universe, I guess it could be possible that I could feel amazing at the end of the day, even when my schedule is off. And like, what would that look like? How would I act at the end of the day? If... I could still feel amazing. What would I say to my husband? What would my house look like? What would I feel like at the end of the day? Yeah, I have no idea. That's why we get to be curious about it and explore it. And it's the only way we change the thought and the control around time. There's no other way. And you got plenty of time to think about it. (laughs) Right? I do. Plenty Mm -hmm. of time. All right. Love it. Thanks for being coach today and bringing this to coaching. (laughs) And we are, you are so welcome. (laughs) My pleasure. We are going to take two days off. I am going to a mastermind in California. I leave in two hours. I got to go dry my hair, put some makeup on. So I don't have to judge myself in the airport. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll do it. Well, some of us don't. Some of us do because we're human, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, I'm going to be doing that for the next three days and I'll be home Sunday. And then we will be right back here on Monday for our last week of calls in this way before I teach you what's next. And I have a feel it Friday message for you coming on Friday. If you will, please open my emails and move them from your promotions box to the primary box so that you tell your email that you want to receive emails from me (laughs) responding to my emails All of these things helps with the email algorithm. So if you love my emails, please respond to them. Tell me you love them. Move them over into your primary folder. Open them, seek them out, and they will come more to you 
in your main folder if you do that. So love you guys. I'm going to miss you and this the next couple of days. And we'll see you right back here on Monday. (laughs) Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.